Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm your host, Mike Yonda, here with part two of our interview with Natalie Bacon. And if you missed last week's episode, you need to go back and listen to it because these two go together and take you through the journey of starting a business as a side hustle and moving into that fully self-employed mode where you've replaced your income and left your job. So last week, part one, Natalie and I had a discussion about how to build your business while working full time. And she shared some incredible insights from her journey of building her business um, first as a lawyer and then after she made a career change to financial planner. And then today we're going to go into part two and she's going to talk about how and when to quit your job and what you need to think about and what you need to consider. And it's not what you think, right? So some of the common advice you probably hear about when to leave your job and go full time as an entrepreneur is Probably not the advice you're going to hear here. This is really great stuff though. Natalie shares some of her own experiences, really dives into her story and what made her make that jump in this one. It's a great conversation. Y'all are going to love it. See you on the other side. All right. So we're back part two of our series with Natalie Bacon. Last week, we talked about how to build your business while working full-time. This week, we're talking about how to quit that full-time job. Not necessarily like how like to do it, but like if you're building a business, when is the right time to pull the trigger, right? And this is tough, and I think it's going to be a little different from everybody, but I'm, I'm glad when we were talking about topics that you brought this up because sure enough, when I asked the crew, when I asked our hustlers inside of our course group what they wanted to ask you, the very first comment was our, our buddy Robert wanted to know, when is the right time for me to pull the trigger and go full-time in the business? So that's our topic today. Natalie, thank you so much for being here. Where do you want to go with this? How do you want to start? Yeah, so I want to talk about it in two different ways. I want to talk about how like my exact experience with it and the story mm -hmm. that's there and how I made the decisions. And then also kind of my advice that I would give Perfect. after the fact. So how it happened for me, lawyering, I had my blog, I was a lawyer at a law firm. I actually got a new lawyer job and I still had my, my blog and I thought I was going to quit my blog. And it ended up that I, this second lawyer job that I had, I hated it so much. Like within six months, I was like, absolutely not. I cannot do this. <laughs> so, right. I got a, I quit practicing law to become a certified financial planner. Now we'll get to the good stuff where, you know, people really want to know about quitting and going full time. But I just think it's mm -hmm. important to know that like that was still super, super challenging for me and giving up, you know, your parents dream of you being like this lawyer like and they're like are you sure you know what you're doing and it's like it's not only do you have to be comfortable with it but then you have everyone else giving you their opinions 100 <laughs> percent what you know this is such a great point because i want you guys to think about this because everybody you're gonna have pressures from other people if you're deciding to go this way and you're gonna have like a real internal struct internal struggle as well i can't talk you know for me personally like 
it was made a little bit easier, the decision, not decision, actually not decision for me to go full time, but to become a stay at home dad, because that was what I needed to do. And that was a nice stepping stone to me eventually leaving my job. But I had like over $150,000 in student debt. I had spent four years of college, three years of law school, and then months of studying for the bar exam and then waiting for results and internships. I'd put in so many hours and long days to get to that point. And I was basically saying, I know I've invested a lot of time and money, but we're going to set that aside and I'm not going to do it. And people don't understand that. Like they can't relate. And I was very, very lucky to have full support of that decision for my wife. I know a lot of people may not even have that with their spouses, but I think my parents thought I was a little crazy. My friends thought I was a little crazy. Like everybody was just like, this guy has lost his mind. So I think that's huge. I'm glad you brought that up because you're going to there's going to be this internal struggle of like, should I do it? Is it the right decision? You know, and we'll yeah. talk strategies and stuff, but you got to face that. Yeah. For sure. and for me, at least transitioning from lawyer to um, CFP and, and an RIA registered investment advisory firm, I really thought about my future and I looked at the partners at the law firms and I, I looked at what my future would be like. And that helped me make that transition versus thinking about, all of the time and money that I had already put in in the past. Right. So it's like, I didn't want to keep remaking a decision I wouldn't make again right now. And that's something that I just like teach. It's like, I don't want to continue something from my past into my future if that's not the future I want to create. So for me, I just, I did it. It was hard. I became a CFP. I thought that I was going to just stay there. Like I still wasn't even in the mindset of my business is going to be my full-time thing. I thought like, maybe someday, like it could be, but like, I didn't talk about it. I didn't really think it like, it was just like a little, a little seed, like, Oh, that would be nice. Like it wasn't real. And then I did that for three years. And after two years, that last year is when I really like buckled down and spent a year of side hustling. So seriously getting up at 4am and working on it, knowing that I was going to go full time. And so my story in terms of deciding to go full-time, I actually wasn't going to go full-time. I was not yet, at least I went to traffic and conversion summit with one of the founders of, uh, create and go Lauren. And I was there and I was, if you've never been to TNC, it's, um, not a lot of bloggers, but a lot of entrepreneurs. And I was more, I always tell people that's more my world than Bobby's world. Like there's the blogging world. And then there's like, the online business world and they're not they're so similar but they're also totally different cultures it's very interesting very different cultures and yeah and i've probably moved over from one to the other but at tnc <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm t i love i love being an entrepreneur so at tnc no one is talking about like blogging and and side hustling like they're i don't know maybe it was just who i was around but they're all talking about like their companies that they're selling and all the things and i'm like about, I literally had the lease to re-sign in my inbox to stay in Columbus and which would keep me there and stay. And, and for another year, I was going to do that. And everyone there was just like, no, like, what are you doing? You make enough money now. Like, just no, no. And Lauren was like, I'm serious, Natalie, like, just no. And it was one of those (laughs) things where it wasn't the money that I had saved. It wasn't some spreadsheet It was, I finally was exposed to an entirely new and different reality that I believed was possible for myself, like without question. 
And I think that that's actually more important than like the spreadsheet and the analysis and the thing, because if you don't believe in yourself hard enough, you're just not going to make it happen. So I just did it. I literally, and I don't really kind of like the Tony Robbins, you haven't made a decision until you've taken action. So I started taking action because I was out of town at the time. I knew that if I went back to my old environment without taking any action, I pr- I'd be more likely to not do it. So I started like, I, t- I called my mom and I told her I didn't sign the lease. Like I said, I wasn't going to move. I asked my cousin if I could move in with her for a couple months because I was probably going to move out of state, which like I did. I moved to Chicago from Ohio. I mean, I started taking crazy action and it was, it was a really out of body experience because there was that. And then there was, I got home from the trip, which was in San Diego the reality of like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. Then there was like going into work and giving notice, which I did like a week after I got home because we have to give a really long notice at this a, a smaller firm. And I and and that was it. Like I just went in and I was like, you know what? I believe in myself so hard. I'm just gonna do it. Like, and I right. I I don't know if this is good or bad, but I just think of myself as an employable person. I'm like, literally, what's the worst case scenario? I just I get another job, even if it's not as good as the jobs that I've had, I'm still employable. This isn't like right. that big of a thing. Right. And, and it was still so hard and I had so much resistance and I was really scared. And I don't want to say people didn't support me. That would be a stretch to say that, but they weren't like, they super... weren't gung ho though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, so. I get that. And like, my parents are super supportive, but I remember like when I first started, like every single time I talked to my dad, he was like, are you going to get like some part-time legal work or something? And I was like, dad, I don't even know that there's such a thing as part-time legal work. And eventually I was just like, okay, look how much I'm earning. Like, like, do you get it now? Like, and you know, but yeah, I think that's, you have people that support you, but they don't quite get it yet. Yeah. And And I think, Okay, I think that it's also important that you remember why you want it and you kind of let go of expecting everyone else to believe in you harder than you believe in yourself. Like I don't I didn't need anyone to support me. Like and I'm being so honest, I just I I still to this day I don't ever expect people like I to really support me. I know that sounds like weird, but I know where I'm going and people, it's so funny to see people who saw me when I first started and they're surprised at where I am. I'm like, Oh, you didn't see this. Like I saw this the whole time. No, you can't expect anybody else to have the vision that you have and to see the path you're on and where you're going. Cause they don't have the same perspective as you. And I think that's it. You know, like my dad, who's an engineer and who's worked for like one company his whole life, you know, that kind of stuff. Like it's different than, than what my experience was, you know? And I think you made some like really good things, points about like that, that whole believing in yourself bit. And like, you have to, I could feel that like one, I was going to earn more than I would as an attorney. I was going to work less hours. It was going to be better for my family, even if it was riskier and I was going to be happier Right. And I, that was just big it was like, I think my wife just didn't want me to be grumpy, you know, and I see so many people I know that are in the, the field and they work so much and they don't get to spend the time with their family. They hate it. And I didn't want that for me. And so you've got to want it and believe that. But then that point that you said, too, of knowing that, like, what is the worst that can happen? Everybody is always scared of the possibilities. So sit down and think about what what is 
worst case scenario. If it doesn't work, you have to go get another job, you know? And that's, I always kind of jokingly say to people like, you know, oh, do you think they're like, do you think you're going to be able to do this for years and years? I'm like, I am 1000% confident that I will not only be able to do this the rest of my life, but it's only going to get bigger. But I don't worry about it because even if I'm totally wrong, worst case scenario, I have to be a lawyer. Like I have a good career to fall back on. And you, maybe you're not a lawyer. It doesn't matter. Worst case scenario, you go back to being a teacher or you go back to being a financial planner or you, whatever your job is like, and, and you don't even have to worry about, you know, I remember my dad be like, well, what if they're like worried, you know, you try and go back to a job and they're worried you don't have the experience. I'm like, dad, I think people will see how much I've earned and that I built this business for myself. And if I go back, they're not going to look at it as a failure. They're going to look at it as, you know, one, I can spin it as I tried this and I didn't like it and I'm back, you know, but also I think they're going to go, this person will out hustle everybody and is smart. And like, there's going to be more positives to sell yourself back into the job than there will be negative. So if you can have that combination of like, I believe in myself, this is right. I see that future and that's what I want. And facing what the worst case scenario is and realizing it's not that bad. If you can do those two things, then you're ready. You can make that leap. In my a opinion. thousand percent. That, like I would just echo everything you've just said so much. And I think that the more self-confidence you have and the more certainty you have, the less you worry. Like I just, I love there's an Eckhart Tolle quote. It's like worry pretends to be necessary. It just, it actually doesn't move you forward at all. It's just not mm-hmm. useful. You could lose your job tomorrow. Like I, my, the internet could die. I don't know. It's just not useful energy and I know that I will figure it out yes I'll just figure it out it's like yes there's going to be problems forever and it's totally fine yes I never think about worst case scenario or it not working out it's just not a good use of my thinking time so I just keep moving forward and it's working so far (laughs) I love it I love it so People are watching this. We've talked about this. I really feel like what we've talked about is the more important stuff. Like you said, you know, you've just got to be, you've got to be comfortable. You've got to be confident with it. And if you're, if you're married, if you have children, like they've got to be comfortable with it. I think that's, you know, the one, nobody's opinion matters except for like your life partner. A like thousand that person percent. definitely <laughs> yeah. matters. And you need, you need their success to be, to, you need their support to be successful. I truly believe that it's, it's tough when you don't have that. So Make sure it's the right move for yourself. Make sure it's the right move for your family if you're in that situation. And then go for it. Yeah. But there's probably some things that you can think about. You know, I always look at like Bobby's story of he made $3 from his blog and was like, honey, I'm quitting teaching. And it worked out for him. And he had that faith and he knew he was going to do it even if he didn't know how. But he was like, don't do what I did. So do you have, when you're talking to your students, you know, or your clients, like anything that you give people advice of like, try and do X before you make that jump. If the confidence is in place, if the belief is in place, is there any like safety nets or more measurable things that you focus on? Yeah. So I do want to just say a couple things before I give the very measurable things. I think getting around people who have the results that you want is so important because you'll see how they think. Like me being around my coworkers and the people in Ohio in my life who are of course going to advocate for their own 
decisions, which is to stay in their full-time job, is a totally different mindset than these entrepreneurs at TNC. And and they're like, why are you still working there? Like, what are you doing? So to me, it's like, go to a conference and see how those people are thinking. And then the other thing is, besides getting around those people, there's one book I really want to recommend, which is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it I know that um, Bobby says, don't do what he did, right? And I'm not going to suggest anyone do what he did or like just wing it kind of. But I think that there's more validity in what he did than he even gives himself credit for because the only thing that matters is that you believe wholeheartedly that you'll figure it out. So I can tell you to do all these actions, right? Save an eight to 12 month emergency fund and, and do all these things. I actually know someone who quit his job, is working in a new it's a job, but it's full commissions. And he has three years of expenses saved. And that's amazing. That's so amazing. But the way that he talks about his um, future success is not with like undoubtedness and it's not with certainty. And it's great to have the safety net. You do want that. But I think what's more important is that you see and visualize yourself as your future self with those results so much because then you just take so much action that you figure out the how because you know that you're inevitable. You don't make the failures mean so much. So that is like where my passion is because it's worked so well for me. It worked so like when I started thinking of myself as a six-figure blogger, I started taking action from that place. I started showing up differently. And that's when, you know, getting up at the 4 a.m., making it happen. I just, all of the actions flowed. I saved, you know, saving money. Like, of course, be smart about it. Make sure the people in your household (laughs) are on board. Make sure you've thought about the future of your business. So that's what I've always done very Mm -hmm clearly if you just kind of quit and are like where's the money (laughs) like you have like you have to think about how am I going to make money who am I going to help whose problems am I going to help if you're really attached to helping other people solve their problems and providing value in exchange for money I think all the rest of the stuff like I really do think it falls into place um the money being the biggest one like you really need to save some money but I I just just seeing it so much with other people, they are living in fear so much that no amount of money would get them the result that they want because they're living in this fear instead of living in the possibility of their vision of their business. No, I love that. And I love that answer because sure, there are the technical things of like, you know, make sure your side hustle income matches or replaces your, you know, what you need for your living expenses, your current income, or get this much in savings and all that. We all, we all kind of know that, but I think you're totally right in the sense that like, you've got to be fully confident and you've got to be willing to go for it. And, and the thing is, even if you make that leap and you're not quite there yet, there's nothing quite like having to support yourself from your own work to kick your ass into gear and to go to a new level. Because when it's like, oh man, I need to get a client or my babies aren't eating tomorrow, you will find a way. You I, will. And, I think and there's so something important. powerful about that. It's actually something that I coach. I coach a lot of women who are married. It's it's funny because you would think and their husbands financially support the household. So they're starting this as their own thing. 
And it's so interesting because you would think, oh my gosh, they actually have the money freedom so that this could be successful in a way without the pressures of needing to make the money. Right. But like eight times out of 10, it has the opposite effect because listen, like I support myself. If I don't make the money, if my business doesn't make the money, right, I don't eat, right? My rent isn't paid. My, you know, like you, I have to make it. So there's no plan B. And what that manifests itself as, I show up every day, I work every day, I produce, I'm constantly obsessed with providing results for my clients versus someone who doesn't have that mentality where they might be still thinking of it as a jobby, like a hobby kind of side thing. Like maybe they're more focused on, I've seen it just like they're, they're friends and they're socializing and they're still going to their workout and they just haven't made it a priority because they, they don't have to. And so I think that whatever circumstance you're in, use it to your advantage to motivate you as a way to move you forward to get the results that you want. Love that. Love that. So really, I think we're good here, but do you have any like final words or anything? Or is there anything else that you want to touch on with this topic? Yeah, I'll just add like a final comment. I would say for me, I, you know, if you would have asked me in the beginning of January of 2018, when I would quit my job and go full time, I would have said, okay, I'll go um, maybe in like a year or a year and a half. I'm going to, you know, be really strategic about it and really slow. And I've never been in a rush in my business. Like I can do this. I don't have kids. Like I'm doing it on the side. And then I got around the right people and I saw how they were thinking and it changed me. My thinking changed so much. I energetically, I was no longer like this full-time employee. I was already in my truest being this full-time entrepreneur. And it was almost like I had to just quit because it didn't even, I was so out of alignment working full-time at a job while having this. So I think that the more you, that's why I recommended that book, the more you can mentally (laughs) get to a place where you think you already have those results, um, the quicker you will create the results for yourself. Yeah. The quicker, the quicker it'll happen for you. Yeah. Well, it's almost like you need to get yourself into that place where you're uncomfortable in the life you're currently living. It's not just, I want this other thing. It's like, I cannot do this anymore. I'm serious. And there's so many, and I feel like (laughs) I know so many lawyers and teachers where they're that get into this. And we have a lot of our students that like take our side hustle course and start making money. And uh, there's a huge percentage that are our teachers. And they're just like, I love the kids. I love teaching, but I can't do the politics. I can't do the parents. I can't do the BS anymore. I need out. And then it's like overnight, they start making money. They create this new life and they're like, see ya, I'm done. And they pour all of that energy into now helping their new students, their new clients, those kind of things through the business. And so I think that's kind of the essence of what you were saying is like it get you'll one, you'll know, you'll feel it because you'll have total confidence. You can do it because yeah. if you're not quite there yet, then maybe you're not quite there yet. But the way you can get there is like putting yourself in situations and making yourself uncomfortable with where you are today. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Yes. So good. All right. Well, do you have any one last thing? I know you got to go. Um, so 
Yeah, I would just like, I, I think finally, I just really think about your future and spend a lot of time thinking about your future instead of thinking about your current circumstances and your past. If I would have, you know, actually, I just want to say, I actually had someone say to me, you know, you never really talk about being a lawyer or like financial planner. You just don't spend a lot of time there. I'm like, that's because I'm just not living there. Like I'll answer questions about it. I definitely use it as a story to help people, but I'm, it's in my past. It's just not where I'm going. So in, I see a lot of new um, online entrepreneurs and, and who want to make money online. They're very stuck in their past and their current circumstances. And I just think that if you can do one thing, just spend some time thinking about what you want your future to look like and do that every single day. And you will be blown away with what your own mind comes up with that you can create and slowly but surely you'll start to create that in your own life. Awesome. Love it. All right, ladies and gents, that is the end of our two-part series with Natalie Bacon of nataliebacon.com. Absolutely incredible. I had so much fun recording these. We were in a little bit of a time crunch. I really wanted to go even more. We're going to have to get her back on the podcast. Let me know in the comments what you guys think about this podcast. Also, or not this not the podcast in general. You can leave that if you want, but specifically these episodes with Natalie. Did you enjoy them? What did you learn? What were your biggest takeaways? Also, don't forget to subscribe because we have new episodes. We have great episodes every single week. We've got another really great one coming for you next Monday. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, that's it. We really appreciate it. I think that these are going to be two of our most listened to episodes uh, for all of you side hustlers out there that are wanting to replace your income. So remember, check out that first episode if you haven't yet. Come back and watch this one. Come back and listen to these again later because there's a ton of value in here and I think they're going to be worth a re-listen and you'll probably pick up something you missed the first time. So thank you so much for being a listener of the Laptop Empires podcast. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.